0: This episode is sponsored by Moving Beyond the Page, homeschool curriculum for hands-on, creative, and gifted learners. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com. Welcome to the Savvy Homeschool Moms Podcast,
1: episode number 13. In this episode, the moms chat about surviving the heat, ebooks versus printed books, and homeschooled field trips. <laughs> Honey, where's my glasses? Mom, can I have a drink? Why is a dog wearing a tutu? Where
0: are my shoes?
1: Honey, is this one of your science projects in the fridge?
0: Mom, I'm, hungry. I'm Tina. I'm Becky.
1: And this is a Savvy Homeschool mom. So Becky, what have you been
0: up to this week? Really? I've been <laughs> hiding from the heat. <laughs> It has been 150 million degrees yes. every day no this past week. No joke.
1: And it's been about two weeks of it straight now, I think. close is.
0: to it. Yeah. And it's just, it's horrible because, yes. okay, in my house, um, I keep it a nice, comfortable 80, 81 degrees. I realize that's warmer yeah. than most people do, but I mean, it's its not oh, bad. We have to.
1: We do that oh, too.
0: When you step out into a wall of 109 <laughs> heat. Yep. Um, It's difficult to motivate yourself to do anything. Um, Now, I do have to be thankful, though, because I used to live in Tennessee, and I don't know if you've ever lived where it's humid. Yeah. Humid is much, much much worse than what we have here. (laughs) But still, it's draining. It, like, saps energy. And then, like, my van, the um, air conditioning is not fantastic on it, so we get in our van and, like, if I drive from here to your house, maybe my van might have cooled off. Oh, no. If I was on the freeway the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, so, my van
1: doesn't do very well in the heat either,
0: and I can't roll down my windows. <laughs> oh no, are they broken? Yeah, both of them, driver and passenger. Oh no, I don't know, so roll down. So, um, yes, I need a sponsor that'll let me test <laughs> to drive a new car for I know. a while. <laughs> uh uh-huh. i know
1: the uh the the manic
0: mommies have got the
1: she- has chevy as their sponsor so i'm going hey how did they get chevy yeah as we need that <laughs> well
0: you know i'm i'm willing to put like a license plate you know on there i'm willing to do whatever you want so i can have a car <laughs> with air conditioning and windows that roll down sometimes i have the toyota so it's not that bad but when i have my car it's just we just don't leave the house it's just too hot and yeah. so um i've been doing a lot of stuff around the house like um remember I was talking about I needed to get my cabinets all cleaned out and straightened up mm-hmm. and I've got that done now I've got um, the supplies in the supply cabinet and the curriculum in the curriculum cabinet and um still so excited about finding those science books <laughs> that was fantastic and um and then other little things, you know, like my drawers that I have where I keep like the pencils and all that kind of stuff, getting all that straightened up, taking a look at what what we still need for as far as supplies are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, the kids have already. I remember I bought school supplies about two weeks ago. I talked about I had bought some pencils and stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, they got them already. They're already <laughs> using them. I'm like, these are for <laughs> school. You can't use them yet. Just just wait. We'll start, And then and then I come out and they're coloring with the new colored pencils, and I'm like. There is no way to win on this on this <laughs> front without locking everything up, which I hate to do. That
1: yeah, it's
0: such pain it is. Yeah, so it's been a really really quiet week though, as far as you know, homeschooling around here because it's, oh, yeah, it's it, you're in survival mode when it's this hot.
1: No, yeah, I feel like I'm hibernating or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I know this must be what the people who are in the colder climates are like all winter. This is yeah. where we are in the summertime. Can't really do much of anything. Yeah, I gave up on math like a month ago, month and a half ago. <laughs> I yeah, haven't even too. done any math at all.
0: <laughs> I gave up too. It's terrible.
1: Yeah, I can't even get myself to uh, to get just the daily stuff done around here very much. So I figure I'm not going to even attempt anything extra.
0: <laughs> well, thankfully, I've been like the the housework and stuff I've been able to get done. But it it takes everything out of you just to do some dishes, you know. It's mm-hmm. just, And then Danielle's birthday is coming up at the end of the month. Oh. And so I've been trying to make plans for Danielle's birthday. We've decided to go with a spa theme. Oh, fun. So I found a really cute recipe to make like a natural facial with strawberries and yogurt and honey. Ooh! So I'm going to have, we're going to do the girls' faces all up with the facials and then um, we're going to (laughs) do (laughs) mani-pedis. And then Um, I have, I have henna to do henna tattoos. Yay. And, uh, yeah, so that was part of the the week, too, was doing a little bit of research. I, I do not do the all-out birthday like you do. <laughs> um, we do a small birthday celebration and, and um, you know, really focused on the child and, and what their interests are at that moment and just invite a few friends and that's it. And um, so I try to make it as, you know, interesting as possible, you know. Uh-huh. And so I, I think it's going to be fun with the, the – facial that you could probably lick off your face and eat a smoothie (laughs) because there's nothing gross in it it's just like strawberries natural yogurt unsweetened yogurt and honey
1: yeah that does sound good
0: you just lick it right off your face
1: (laughs) i don't think i'd want that on my face that sounds too sticky for me (laughs) well you know have you had a facial
0: i mean i have not well no i take
1: that back i've done well not a facial per se i've done masks before and i did not like those either Ah. (laughs) i don't like stuff on my face
0: Ah, see I, I used to actually go back in the day when we had money. I used to go and get a facial every month. It was fantastic.
1: <laughs>
0: I loved it. What about you? How was your week?
1: Oh, pretty much the same. just trying to not be hot <laughs> but not <laughs> succeeding and we had um We had one play date this week actually, so we got I got to get the kids out of the house in the middle of the week, and a friend of ours has uh, or was borrowing a water slide so that was fun it was kind of a small one for i mean it was big but it was kind of small for our big kids you know Uh you could tell it was probably for preschool age kids but um but it was fun they had fun on it and uh you know one of those blow up things and yeah um so that was fun being able to get out of the house but we had oh god so much drama going on around here this week with the because I had already scheduled, because we've had termites for like the last two years, we've known we had termites. Because Maven has soft spots in her walls. So they've eaten through to the point where there's holes actually in the walls now. Because Maven goes, look, it's soft poke! <laughs> and oh, Sticks no. her finger through it. And she put a band-aid on the wall for a while. <laughs> but we haven't had the money. We got like four different estimates and they were all like... 900 to $1,700. Yeah. And there's just no way we just don't have the money. So finally my dad started bugging us about it. And I'm like, well, I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to do. We don't have the money. And he's like, I will loan you the money. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I will take that because otherwise it could get really, really bad. So, um, thankfully we have my parents. So we were able to have that lined up this week for the termite guy to come. Mm-hmm. And then earlier in the week, <clears throat> our washing machine died oh no <laughs> again no money to fix the washing machine we have no money <laughs> so we're already borrowing you know almost a thousand bucks from my parents because of the stupid termite situation and uh and then i gotta go borrow more money because we just we have no expendable income and we're actually behind on everything right now as i know right. you can relate to so <laughs> things just keep getting worse anyway long story short um, dad had to come and write a check for the washing machine to get fixed too i'm like thank you dad thank you God, it was fixable though. Cause we yeah. were really worried. Cause that machine was like 12 years old when we bought it used from Salvation Army. Oh my. Um, I mean, no, I should say 12 years ago, we bought it used from Salvation Army. So it's at least 12 years old. And I don't know how many years old it was when we got it. So, mm-hmm. um, apparently it's a pretty sturdy thing though. So that was fixable. Thank God. I was like rejoicing that it was actually fixable. Um, and then, and then <laughs> to make matters worse, the termite guy comes in halfway through his job and he goes, I hit a pipe. Oh. <laughs> <And I'm> like... <gasps> You've got to be kidding me. I'm like, we don't have money. You don't understand. We're poor. We don't have money for this. We can't have you doing stuff like this. It wasn't his fault at all. The people who owned the house before us jury rigged everything. They like converted the garage and left live wires in the walls. (gasps) Yeah. When we got it converted, they were like, I'm glad we had to get in here and fix this because you would never have found that. And that could have caused a fire. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. So apparently they also put a, when they poured the cement, slab on the side of our house, which we think was probably an RV parking space at at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, They put a pipe through it. (laughs) And they didn't put it down. Apparently it's supposed to be 12 inches down. Uh So that um, things like this don't happen. Because he's drilling down for the termites. And he hits a pipe because (gasps) it was not 12 inches down. And it's plastic. It was um, PVC pipe. It wasn't a metal pipe. So he's got some kind of a shut off on the end of his of his uh, drill that apparently when it hits metal it shuts off his his um drill so it won't keep drilling
0: uh-huh. it shuts
1: it off um and uh it didn't oh, no. <laughs> and water was like Psh! <laughs> so he comes and he's like i had to turn your water off um i hit a pipe and he didn't know what the heck you know i felt so bad for the guy because you could tell it this has never happened before he said and he was just like freaking out and i'm like great. Okay. I'm not going to freak out. (laughs) Let's just wait and see what happens. So we had to call our friend who did the, uh, conversion of the garage for us. And he's our contractor friend who, um, also a master a jack of all trades (laughs) so i said john please come help us so he's like he hit a pipe (laughs) he's Uh like what i'm like it wasn't his fault it wasn't 12 inches in and blah 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 so um yeah they had to drill out the con they they're out there with him and his worker guy that he brought with him um or that he sent on ahead (laughs) we're out there with a sledgehammer on was it thursday and Thursday, yeah, I think it was Thursday, uh, with a sledgehammer in a hundred and, what is it, like 110 on yeah. Thursday or something crazy, with a sledgehammer, breaking out concrete, get down oh to that pipe. Gosh. Yeah, luckily it only took them like 15 minutes to get through to it. But, um, yeah, broke it out and cut off the pipe and capped it and it's all fine now. Of course, we have a big hole there now, but we're going to have them come out and fix that so- someday when we have money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> so, yeah, that was you know a roller coaster all week it was like, sounds like cause it. it started like the beginning of the week with the washing machine by the end of the week with the termite guy. i was just like ah and and still we can't pay our mortgage so it's like you know ah, thank god for parents you know? yeah
0: so actually um, i should say right at this moment too thank goodness for my mom yeah because i completely know where you're coming from and there's lots of times if it wasn't for my mom i don't know what we'd do
1: oh i know totally i know i completely i tell my dad because i feel really bad borrowing from my parents and i'm like you know i don't like borrowing money and i don't know when we can pay you back and and he's just like you know whatever you can pay every month just pay anything whatever and he's like this is what family does and and um thank god they're able to yeah and uh and you know, he says, you repay me by doing this for your kids when, when your kids are grown. I'm like, Oh, that feels so good to know. (laughs) Like he honestly does not mind helping. And, and I'm not the kind of kid that is constantly asking him to borrow money either. So neither my brother or I are like that. They they raised us to, you know, appreciate the money that we have to borrow and to pay it back and that kind of thing. So exactly. Yeah. yeah, So, but I still feel bad (laughs) because I don't want to have to pay him back. Um, a a huge amount of money that I know is going to take a long time but yeah you know at least it was able to de-stress me to the point where I was like it's handled the termites are now gone (laughs) I have to have the guy come back one more time to do the section that he couldn't get to because of the, the pipe, (laughs) but (laughs) he's going to have to come back and do like three more holes. And then he's done. But the termites, if they're not gone yet, they should be gone very soon. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and he said he didn't see any damage down there that looked like it needed any kind of major repairs. So other than the holes in Maven's wall, (laughs) I think we're okay. (laughs) I don't think we're going to have to do some major repairing or anything. So thank heavens. So yeah, we made it through the week. middle when you're freaking out and everything looks like it's just at its worst and then later you look back at it you know and you're like it's all fine it all works out in the end you know yeah exactly <laughs> it, it really does it always works out in the end you know it seems like it always ends up happening that you know we uh, we don't ever have enough money to pay the bills but adam will get an extra check just when we need it <laughs> you know, like yeah. he'll get an extra you know because he rents his camera out to his boss and so it's like you know he'll use his camera for work and and uh and that gives them gives us a little extra money. So it's like just when we're like, Oh, we're gonna pay for his insurance and blah blah, blah and then all of a sudden I'll get a, a little check that's just enough to cover that. <laughs> so we're just like holding out for the next one <laughs> right <Yeah>. now. <laughs> but it'll all work out eventually. It always does. So anyway, so yeah, that was the drama of my week. Although in the midst of all that we did have one fun thing at uh, Lost of a- Top tooth, his first top <laughs> tooth. Well, first official, because he had to have another one pulled at one point, because he had actually had an accident and it got pushed back. So yeah, right. gnarly. <laughs> so he had had that one pulled, but he had never actually officially lost a top tooth. So now one of his top teeth is gone and looks so cute. Oh, <laughs> I love it. And it's funny because his teeth, because the 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 tooth that he had to have pulled was like the like the next to the two front teeth you know the one next to it and um, so not the two front teeth but the one next to it was the one that was pulled and then that was like a year year and a half ago and his two front teeth have migrated over into that hole yeah. <laughs> so they're not smack in the middle anymore so it looks kind of funny <laughs> but so now he's got a bigger hole there because now he's got you know two teeth on the side missing
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: so it's cute though so that was fun and Olympics also, you guys have been watching too, haven't you? We've we actually been haven't
0: been watching crazy. much of the sports. Danielle's been watching really? it, um, but uh, like I said when we talked about it the first time, I'm I'm not as interested in the sports. I'm more interested in the opening and the closing and and that kind of thing.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> i not a sports person. No, I'm not a sports person either, but for some reason, I've really enjoyed watching a lot of the Olympics. Like, I don't care about basketball or um, soccer or, you know, but... Um, like a love, love, love watching gymnastics and especially the rhythmic gymnastics. Oh my gosh. I can't stand watching gymnastics. (laughs) It
0: makes me so nervous.
1: (laughs) But the rhythmic gymnastics is like dance. It's like oh my gosh, we were watching it this morning and I kept calling Maven and my Maven they got the ribbons now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now that's not so bad, but like when they're doing like the bars and the beams and stuff. Oh gosh. Did you
1: see the one that fell? Right on her belly. No, thankfully. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, i actually, I don't know if it was. I can't remember if that was a replay from a previous year or something. But yeah, one of them flip, 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 smack on her belly. Oh, god. <laughs> yeah, See, It just yeah. like.
0: Oh, that just makes my heart. <laughs> I know sleep. it
1: does. It hurt. It's 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 really heart wrenching because you know that these are, these people have these dreams and the country has a dream for them. You know, and everything. And yeah, it's really sad. But but mm. there's a lot of really really good ones too, and. Um, yeah, I hate I hate when I see them make, make mistakes or when they fall or when they trip during the races. Ugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just I, worry I, about them
0: getting hurt. I'm yeah. not so worried. Like, you could lose. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. But, like, I'm constantly, like, terrified of people getting hurt. It, yeah i think it's a mom thing watch. i don't know but it <laughs> just drives me crazy
1: yeah but my kids got totally into it like i didn't expect because we are not a sports family at all nobody in our family nobody in my family growing up ever watched any sports and adam um never was into sports although he he does his brother is and i he's got i think his sisters are into it a little too but um but basically they're not really into sports i mean, i think his dad watches it some but Adam never was. And I'm not into it. So there's never any sports on in our house at all. And we've never even thought of taking the kids to go play in, on a team because it's just nothing that we're interested in. And the kids have never expressed an interest. So so I was really surprised when they were like, let's watch the Olympics. Let's watch the Olympics. <laughs> and they want to watch it. And they want me to put it on all the time when they think about it. So, And they, Ma- Maven's favorite, water polo. She loves watching the women's water polo, especially. That's
0: interesting. I
1: know. She's like, this is so fascinating. She's like watching it. Like, it's kind of like water soccer. (laughs) It is kind of like water soccer. She's
0: absolutely correct.
1: So, yeah. So they were really into, she liked gymnastics, although we miss most of it. Um, Loved the rhythmic gymnastics. Loved water polo. Um, And they really, both of them really liked watching um, the track, all of the races and the hurdles and everything. They liked Uh watching that as well. And I actually really enjoy that. And we only caught a couple of the divers. I would have liked to have watched more of those. I'll have to go back and see some replays because I really like watching the divers. I don't know why, but I'm always, (laughs) but then I'm always worried they're going to smack their head on their way down. How they not hit the the diving board on the way down, it's always a, a mystery to me. But, uh, yeah, we really enjoyed that. I know we've missed – we missed a bunch. Like, I would have loved to have seen Archery, but I could never figure out when it was going to be on. And I I, – you go to the website, and there's just too much stuff on it. Yeah, that
0: website, uh, NBC, (laughs) if you're listening, you really need to work on your website as far Uh, as when things are on. Like, how long were we working this morning trying to figure out when the closing ceremonies were on? Oh, I know. Yeah, it's like we could not that? figure it out to save our lives. It was insane. Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: So anyway, whatever. I guess we should be thankful we get to see it at all. But still, it's yeah. been really annoying. But
0: oh, anyway, NBC yeah. for the lose.
1: Yeah. Well, Um and I'm actually really glad that the Olympics are going to be over too. First of all, it's really long—two <laughs> weeks. Well, I could have mm-hmm. handled; would have been happier with one. But, uh, but they got a lot of sports to squeeze in there, so uh, you know, yeah. it's not about me. You know? <laughs> but the thing that really bugs me the most is all the stinking rated R movie commercials during oh, yeah. the Olympics. We don't watch network TV. We don't watch commercials like ever. We watch PBS. That's it. And we watch movies. We watch them on Netflix. Mm-hmm. or you know rent it somewhere so you know whenever and my kids got really good at re- recognizing the commercials for the TV shows or the movies that were kind of scary and uh, and they'd be like mom 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 and Maven would like tackle Tyrion and cover his head because <laughs> 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 there's like the, the one that I didn't think was that bad but they were freaked out by was this Grimm show that's coming I on I love soon. Grimm. Yeah, well, the commercials are kind of freaky for kids who are not used to seeing people morph into scary animals. That's so true. that was kind of scary. But then there's a couple of movies, I don't even remember what they are, that were totally inappropriate for my kids to see and I, I did not want them seeing, you know, Bang Bang Shoot em Up Film previews, like right. really horrible, and I'm just like really glad that I don't have to turn that on anymore. So I can turn off the TV and or go back to PBS, you know, because right. the Olympics will be over but So anyway, yeah, I got I, I would in the, initially I would jump up and cover the TV. I'm like do 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 do, don't look at this, <laughs> <laughs> nothing going on here. <laughs> yeah. This is so funny. So, but the other thing I was going to ask you about is how do you say um, per, is it Perseid Perseid meteor shower? That was the other thing oh, that's been per- going on. Oh, you know, how I don't do you say actually it?
0: know how you say that.
1: Uh, Adam said he thought it was Perseid, Perseid, but I don't, I don't know if that's right or not. I think he's.
0: Like I, it's one of those words that I've only ever seen written. I, I don't funny. think I've ever heard anyone say it. As an
1: astronomy it. family, doesn't Dean know how to pronounce it?
0: Gene, <laughs> uh, do you know a uh, Dean? Do you know how to pronounce Perseid meteor shower? The meteor shower that was this month? No, he's only ever seen it written too. So how funny. Well, we'll
1: ha- I looked it up and it, I thought it said Perseid, but I wasn't sure. So
0: it's one of those things that you really only I mean, people don't really I don't know. I don't really hear people talk about it, yeah, you know? know.
1: Well, we'll have somebody will have to tell us somebody will have to uh, um, call or uh, or email us and let us know how to say it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's going on right now. And I tonight I want to make sure because we for- I forgot all about it yesterday. I had heard about it and I was like, I'm going to look that up and find out about it and you know what time was a good time to watch it but then it turned out it was gonna be after midnight my kids are not up past midnight they're 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 asleep by 10 so (laughs) but um so tonight we'll see if we can see anything but have you guys you guys have watched that in the past right
0: we have yeah and it's always been terribly disappointing because i don't know if we're just in a really bad place or what but we hardly ever see any meteor shower and we can see stars like if I wouldn't think twice about it if we couldn't see stars because there was so much light pollution here. Mm, But we can't, we can see stars. We just don't ever see any meteors. It's really weird.
1: Huh. And I don't know if it's
0: just too bright for meteors, but it's not too bright for stars or I don't know.
1: Well, we can't see that many stars though because you can't even see the Little Dipper. You can see the Big Dipper pretty clearly most nights. But I've noticed you can, even at the Discovery Center where it's not as much... There's not as much lights around there. You really cannot see the little dipper like at all. <laughs> yeah. Most most nights when when I've been out there looking for it. So but anyway, so that's the other thing that we're gonna have to try to do tonight. And I hear through the what is it, like the nineteenth or something, you should be able to see the showers. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing that that is on the radar for right
0: now. So Awesome.
1: Yeah, anyway, that's my managed to talk a lot about nothing <laughs> we, <laughs> we were, were like good at we, that. Have, we have nothing that happened this week and yet we just filled up with like a half an hour <laughs> so yay
0: for and us and did we even mention <laughs> dr Who once did we i know
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i had to do it i'm sorry <laughs> it's important <laughs> yes we're gonna convert everybody <laughs> we're gonna make you all Hoovians. <laughs>
1: So this week, we got another cool iTunes review, I noticed. We're always keeping an eye on that to see if anybody else has given us some more. I noticed we're up to like 15 five-star reviews.
0: We are. Fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic.
1: Thank you. Keep them coming. We love them. Absolutely. And um, this week, uh, Leslie9901 (laughs) (laughs) uh, gave us a review that said, great, well done, entertaining, and good source of info. So thank you, Leslie. Thank you. That was very nice. And then there was an email. Did you want to read the email?
0: I can read the email. Okay. Okay, this is from Nadine, and it says, Hi, ladies, I've listened to your show in bits and pieces while working out, and I'm almost caught up with your recent ep- uh, current episodes. I had a question that was touched on a little bit when real science curriculum was discussed. You mentioned something about buying the PDF version of the student pages to print, out- print those out, however often is needed. My question is regarding e-books and PDFs in general. As most homeschooling parents, money is tight, and we have to make choices and find the best prices available for those choices. E-books do tend to be cheaper, but they are they worth the savings? Is it practical to use an e-book reader for regular textbook use? Do you guys have a preference for using paper versus e-books? What would you recommend for elementary school years? Are certain formats more prob- problematic than others? And since a lot of people like us are planning on purchasing some books or eBooks in the coming weeks, this would be an interesting topic to be covered. Thanks, Nadine from Germany. Well, Germany. Yay. Nadine from Germany, choose. <laughs> <It's> hello. Oh. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I, I know like an itty bitty tiny little bit of German, not a lot. <laughs>
1: I can count in German. That's about it all. Ah,
0: Eins, zwei, drei. Yep.
1: yep me too. My mom, my mom spoke German first.
0: so. Ah, <laughs> my second German husband. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, but um, we did, uh, Tina and I sat down, and actually, Tina sat down and did all this fantastic math, which I will let well, her explain to you.
1: Yeah, I don't know how fantastic it is. <laughs> it was I, kind I think, of thrown together. but.
0: I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I think people will be very interested in this. But um, And then I'm going to politely politely disagree with her. So Tina. Ah, okay. There you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I went with my printer because um, the, I just needed to start somewhere. <laughs> so I went with my printer, which actually is a, is, is old and I can't really even use very well anymore, but going with some numbers there. Um, my Lexmark 7350, according to a Google search, um, you're supposed to be able to get 200 pages yield per cartridge so um i went with that number and i estimated let's say you know say we're working on ebooks and we're gonna have to print i'm thinking math here because math you have to print a lot mm. um number of pages per week i figured maybe two pages a day so that'd be 10 per kid so it'd be like 20 pages of printing per week this is you know high end i suppose because you know, there's probably some days that you don't need that much, but, and some days maybe you need more. But anyway, so, and times a 36-week school year, um, mm-hmm. that that would be 720 pages for the whole school year. That's a lot of printing, and that mm-hmm. would use up nearly four cartridges, if, if if their numbers are correct, which I suspect that is very variable, because it depends on, like, I always print it on the quick print, so it's uh, like that's... the...
0: Yeah, so like it's first and foremost, printed on fast print or uh, yeah. draft or whatever you have in that whatever, whatever your printer calls it,
1: and black only. I always do black only. And, yes, and the quick quick print, um, so it doesn't use as much ink. Mm-hmm. And so, going by Target prices, just because that's where I would probably buy them, because I never plan ahead enough to order them online. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then if you order online, then you have shipping. I just went by Target's prices. My cartridges at Target are about twenty seven ninety nine per cartridge. So. Total, if I'd printed that much up for this is just one subject um, and and you know most of the other subjects you wouldn 't need to do so much printing, I would imagine mm-hmm. um, would be one hundred and eleven dollars and ninety six cents for the year, and that 's not counting buying paper <laughs> right so that 's a lot of money just to print it is really expensive to print your own copies, so I was going going by math math still and and looking at math mammoth because it was one that I have. Um, I looked at how it would, how many pages I would need to print for Math Mammoth grade one, because there's uh, two books actually for grade one, one A and one B. And also, did I do it for the, I don't think, no, I did not print the, yeah, I did not calculate printing the answer key because you wouldn't need to print it. Um, So printing up, looking specifically at Math Mammoth, um, there's about there are 289 pages total for both of the books, 1A and 1B. So I would need about one and a half cartridges. Um, this is so that I can compare it side by side with the print version. So this is of why course. I am calculating this. Um, one and a half cartridges I would need to print Math 1A and 1B, Math Mammoth 1A and 1B. So that would be $41.99 um, for pr- just printing it. Plus, you'd still have to buy the book, which is the e-book, is $34 for the whole set. And actually, the $34... Uh, for the whole set when you buy the ebook for math mammoth is actually a really good deal. Cause you're not just getting math mammoth one a and one B, but you're also getting the answer key and the, um, te- they have tests and quizzes and oh, I think there's another, they, they throw in some math software as well. Soft pack. Soft pack. Yeah. So, um, anyway so you get more than just the books but i'm just looking at the the print you know what the book would be so that would be a grand total for the complete grade 1 set for me to print it myself for the year for just one child would be 75.99 um Now, that's assuming that I would actually print every page because I probably wouldn't need to print every page. But I couldn't tell you how many of those pages I would need to print. So um, I'm assuming we'd print every page. So anyway, so if you bought the printed copies of this, this exact book, Math Math 1A 1B, it's $25 to buy both of those books. And the answer key... Is like eleven something, I think so. Oh yeah, because the total is thirty six seventy five if you mm-hmm. buy it printed already. It, this is if you buy it at Rainbow Resources. It's a little bit more expensive if you buy it from Lulu dot com. If you go to mathmammoth.com, there's a couple of different options for per- making purchases. And I noticed that the Rainbow Resource website was cheaper, um, so I went with that. And then their shipping. I actually even plugged it all in there, and uh, so I could find out what they would charge me for shipping. The shipping would be five fifty one. So the grand total for both books. And the answer key printed would be forty two twenty six. So that's like an enormous difference mm-hmm. <laughs> for Math Mammoth. And then if you wanted to get the um, uh, the book to get the ebook, but then not, don't print it yourself. Send it to Kinkos. It's, a, it's significantly cheaper doing uh, for the numbers that I plugged in, at least um, for m- printing Math Mammoth Grade One A and B. And to print the answers, um, well, I guess I did calculate in there the answers, didn't I? I didn't need to do that. It would actually be a little bit lower because you don't need to print the answers if you've got the e-file. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, FedEx, Kinko's, no binding, black and white, $50.49. Okay. So, And that would be if you go pick it up yourself at right. your local store. So those are the numbers that I got from Math Mammoth. So, so looking at Math Mammoth and looking at a math curriculum, it looks to be significantly cheaper to purchase something that you're going to need to print just about every day. Um, it's cheaper to buy it printed already, according to my numbers but i know that you have
0: uh, <laughs> i have you, a different thought books process. for other
1: yeah and things that yes. you don't have to print like if it was a textbook like a science workbook or something like a science book where you're not having to print everything up where you're going to read a lot it would be a mm-hmm. totally different story
0: right Then so that's, really what gonna, the that's what i was going to that's what i was going to put in there okay yeah. so like she specifically asked about real science and um with real science um i have the student pages but not the the there's a, another PDF that's like the whole book and then I have right. just the student pages the because that's all I needed. Um it it's got because uh, yeah I have the I have the textbooks that I borrowed from other people. And right. so it works for me because but it, it, it and let me do that and let me just back up. This will work, okay? If okay, so say you have more than one kid. Mhm. Okay, and assumably those children are of differing ages. You know, I'm not talking about twins because that right. would just be a completely different story. Right. But, <laughs> so you buy Biology Level One in the PDF. And then you can print it for Sally, and then when Mary's old enough to do it, you print it for Mary, and then when John's old enough to do it, you print it for John. Mm -hmm. And so in that instance, a PDF would definitely be a a much preferred uh, methodology of doing it because if you buy the book, you're either photocopying, which is a pain in the patootie with paperback books, or you're having to repurchase the book over and over again for each child. So like I have... Uh, real science odyssey um biology earth and space and physics no not physics chemistry Mm -hmm. all in the the pdf so danielle has finished them but the pdf files a tiny little thing i just hide it away in one of my hard drives and then when jack's old enough to use it i have it there and and plus like you were saying you don't print every page right you only print the pages that the kids need the the instruction pages you need you can just use it on your computer or she mentioned and I don't know if I I, when I was reading this question I'm thinking I'm getting two different questions here because she also refers to using an e-reader which I'm assuming at that point she's speaking about a Kindle or a Nook. And I actually have used my Kindle. I have a Kindle Fire, uh, a gift from my mommy. And um, <laughs> and um, I have taken school PDFs and put them onto my Kindle so that I can have my Kindle just sitting there with me. Like if we're going to go somewhere to do, because we do waiting room schooling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I just take it with me. So she's got the pages that she needs to actually work on, but I've got the reading part on my Kindle.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: And if I was not mean mommy and let my children actually touch my Kindle, it probably would work well for them to read books on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's super easy to use. There's no learning curve really with it other than where you put your thumb to turn the page. And other than that, it would be fantastic to use right. in the place of textbooks because honestly, you could stuff a lot of textbooks onto a Kindle and mm-hmm. it, only wa- it, it only weighs, you know, a little bit, it weighs less than a pound, I think. Yeah. And uh, one textbook, I mean, goodness, one textbook <laughs> weighs 40 pounds by itself, yeah. you know. Yeah. They should actually do that. They should just go to Kindles. for some Well, schools I think are, they are. Yeah, I've been reading about, yeah. uh, I was just reading about one school that completely got rid of all of their textbooks and now all of the first through eighth graders get a laptop and the kindergartners get iPads. So, to answer your question, yeah. it depends. It
1: depends. Yeah, it really does. It on what
0: on t- topic. What topic, you know, what curriculum it is, and if, if you're going to use it again for other children. Yeah. Um, and as far as using an e-book for, a text, for textbooks, I would say go for it.
1: Yeah, definitely. You
0: know, if you're brave enough to let your children touch your e-book, which I'm not, but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then if there if there are books that you're looking for that are available used, you're probably gonna it's gonna be cheaper if you buy it used. Usually, yeah. though, all it really true depends. Too. You have to you have to search around. You really, I mean, unfortunately, there's really no easy way around it. You really have to search around, mm-hmm. and it's going to depend on like you know, as as from my example, it's pretty obvious that like for Math Mammoth, it's better to buy the printed copies. <laughs> but right. there are other math books that maybe you don't need printed like they can just use a notebook paper with the book maybe and mm-hmm. they don't need it printed but math mammoth is, is a work text so it's got the text and the worksheets all integrated together so they really have to have all of it they can't mm-hmm. just you can't just print up the worksheet well you can just print up the worksheets but um i suppose you could stick them of the computer for the for the explanation but i don't know i it for me it, i would prefer having handing it to them and sending them on their way to go sit in the chair somewhere right, <laughs> you know my right. kids
0: curl up on the couch you know and um, but even so. with math mammoth though because of the way you did the i'm just going based on your math uh-huh. even with the math mammoth if it's something that you can use with a future child yeah it's better to get the pdf and have it printed at kinkos
1: yeah that's true it's it's not a whole lot of a difference between uh yeah that's true it's not a not a big difference so yeah And then, you know, for the answer sheet, you don't have to print those up. So Mm -hmm. it actually would be even a little bit cheaper. So
0: exactly. So so that's that's our opinion (laughs) on it. And of course, your mileage may vary. Right. You know, um, obviously, it depends on your printer. Um, It depends on um, if you're going to be using it with future children. All of those sorts of things are going to come into play. So this is just our opinion about how we feel it would work. I hope that answered your question, Natalie. No, Nadine. Nadine, my apologies. I was scrolling and talking at the same time and my apologies. And now a word from our sponsor.
1: This episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms is brought to you by Moving Beyond the Page, the homeschool curriculum that I use for science, social studies, and language arts. I get to read great books, do creative projects, and learn critical thinking skills. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com and use the coupon code SAVVY for free shipping on your next order. And we're back. Welcome back. <laughs> Yay. So let's see. Our topic for today, which I didn't get a chance to talk to you about this beforehand, so I'm hoping, I'm sure you have lots of input as we're going through here. Sure. I know you looked, know you looked through it, but I know you've done plenty. Actually, a lot of these field trips you've done with us, so we've done together. Yeah. So um, we wanted to talk about some more ways to save money since, <laughs> since money issues are first and foremost most on uh, Becky and my minds lately as we're both having nervous breakdowns over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, one of the things that I have been lamenting in recent months, um, well, years is that I, my kids and I don't seem to get out very much because we just can't afford to leave town and it's depressing. (laughs) And Mm. so I, so, you know. I mean, there are a fair amount of stuff that you can do for free and I have done them with the kids, but I haven't repeated them in a while. So it's time to re- review all of those again and get, get into that. So Becky and I have been talking about locally organizing more field trips with our friends and we thought maybe this would be something that, um, other people could, cause I tried to put kind of generic stuff on here, not specific to our area that mm-hmm. other people could actually benefit from the ideas as well. Cause some of these ideas, maybe they didn't think about. Right. So, looking at field trips right now and looking at inexpensive and or free, preferably free, but, um, uh, field trips, the first thing, of course, is that you need to hook up with other local homeschoolers. That yes. is absolutely a must. Um, if you don't have any local homeschooler, homeschool groups that you've discovered yet, you need to go out and find them. You need to be doing that anyway. Yes. Because <laughs> I don't know how anybody can homeschool without without a, at least even a small group of people. Um, so once you find other local homeschoolers, then you're going to be able to organize all kinds of things. Um, and if you don't have one um, yet, or you haven't found one yet, let us know. Cause we can maybe help get, get the word out. Maybe there's some people out there that listen to the show as well. And who knows, you know, it's a small world. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, or the other thing is that I recommend is if you don't have anything and you can't act, you haven't found anything yet create something, create it. What I did, I did is I created a Yahoo group with a friend of mine and, um, Um, the our local homeschool group we created years ago because uh, there wasn't anything like well there was one but nobody was the 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 moderator had disappeared and so it was covered with spam so we created a new one and and um it's not hard to do and people find it like it's amazing how people find yahoo groups are great even though they're kind of it seems like they should be on their way out because they are not keeping up with the technology at all but they're still being used quite a lot Hmm. Um. And Google groups, I guess some people really like. And there's probably lots of other groups out there as well. And now Facebook groups are. I think a big Facebook thing.
0: is the way to go for most yeah, things I now. Yeah, I think
1: so too. I think so too because a lot of just about everybody's on Facebook nowadays, and it's such a quick, easy way to get in, uh, in touch with everybody. Fa- Yahoo groups, you got to if, if, unless you're set to individual emails, you got to go over there to check it out. Um, right. Or digest. So anyway, um. So if you don't have anything, build something. And that'll be the first, that would be the first step towards um, getting field trips organized in your area. So then we had some different ideas. I don't know if you wanted to go well, through the list. We,
0: and yeah, we, we can just um, start going through. Um, sure. I, I recognize a lot of these. So yeah. uh, some of the things that we've done here locally um, that were free or inexpensive, um, visiting the landfill recycling center or green waste compost center. Mhm. You would contact your local um what are they? Um utilities company. They're yeah, I
1: actually went and phoned my um the, the number on my bill <laughs> oh. to find out. That's how I actually found the numbers. Um although you can look in the yellow pages as well like under recycle recycling center. I think they're called Murphs. Murm I can't remember how you spell it. I think they call them a Murph. It's like basically where they divide up all of the recycling. Mhm. So all of the cuz I think just about everywhere in the US nowadays has recycling oh i think so yeah at least i hope they do (laughs) and then they just divide it up um at the center and you know because we don't divide there was a time when we had to divide it thank god we don't have to anymore i know (laughs) this is so
0: much nicer i know
1: so they divide it, and that's fascinating to see have you ever been to a recycling center
0: um yes i have
1: um, where where they actually put them on the conveyor belt and they spread yes. it up. That's yes, so yes. fascinating. And it's then when really you see neat. where they squish up the cans into the blocks.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they make those big, huge things. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. It's awesome. It
1: is really, really cool. And I have not I have not done one locally. I did one when I was working for the, the Tulare County um, Conservation Corps. And um, I took my crew out there because we were doing recycling education. Mm-hmm. and um and we got to see one in in Visalia but I have not one, done one here so if you know of one here that we can go to we need to set that up because that looks be really so. cool <laughs> okay
0: let me see yeah. what I can find
1: yeah I know that the landfill that I had checked out at one point said that they would not not accept children under the age of I think it was third grade or something like that because it was a safety hazard so I had not looked at back into it again
0: yeah
1: um and i that's something that we need to look into again too <laughs> so you may have those rules at your landfills they might not allow young like preschool because i i said you know you when you're home you do a homeschool group you get the whole family <laughs> exactly <laughs> so oh,
0: that's why i love it when they go and what ages are your students i go yeah. well <laughs> <laughs> various? You get the whole
1: kitten caboodle so yeah so you'd have to call and find out what their rules are but um and like I said, the landfill, is. I found that through just calling my, my public utilities. I just called the company and I said, uh, where do you guys <laughs> send uh-huh. your trash? Can you give me the number? I want to talk to them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to talk to the landfill. And ours actually goes to Kerman. Oh, wow. So that's like an hour away. <laughs> so, like so. so ours, I, or at least at the time when I called, it was Kerman. So anyway.
0: Very interesting. Um, also, um, restaurants sometimes will do um, behind-the-scene tours. I know Chevy's. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncle Harry's Bagels, and I know uh, Great Harvest Bread Company.
1: Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, um, those are just a few that, that we've actually done that we know for certain. Um, and like Chevys, they take you back in the kitchen, and they show you all the stuff and everything. It's really neat. I and, know. It was really cool, huh? Yeah. And Great Harvest, they, they show you the wheat that they grind to make the bread and you know, all mm-hmm. that kind of interesting stuff, anywhere where they create stuff right on premise, might right. be a good place to try. Uh, the worst thing could happen is you call somebody and say, do you allow students to come and see what you're doing? All they're going to say is no. Right so it can't hurt to try whatever you have locally.
1: Absolutely. And a word of warning um, for Uncle Harry's bagels and this could be true of other places as well because I learned my lesson from there. I didn't ask I guess when I called them if they actually made the bagels right there apparently. I just assumed that they made the bagels right there. Oh yeah. And it turns out one of the stores makes the bagels and sends them to all the rest of the stores and the one that we took the tour of was not the one that made the bagels.
0: Oh no. (laughs) So
1: we got to see the front and bagels (laughs) on the trays sent from the other store and put into the warming oven I'm like woo that's exciting (laughs) so I have in my notes and I've never gotten around to setting up the field trip again since then so that's that's uh something we need to do this year um I have it written down which store it is and when I call I'm going to double check to make sure it's still the same store which store it is it actually does the making of the bagels and I'm wondering why they didn't even mention this to me when I I called you know
0: they should say, "Do you really want kids to watch bagels to frost?" It's I mean-
1: heated. I know. It's like, uh, I don't get why they didn't get that. You know, we're talking about wanting to see behind the scenes. We kind of want to see how they're made. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? does, does sitting in the drive-through at In-N-Out watching them make the French fries count as a field trip? I know, right? Now we love to go through the drive-through at In-N-Out because we get to watch them make oh, everything. Because they have the big windows right oh, there right? at the at the drive-through, yeah. so we get to watch them making everything while they're. That's funny. We're waiting.
1: Yeah, so check when you call. If you're calling a place, double check. Just word of warning. Make sure that you are very clear with them, that you want to see things being made. And if being they done. don't make them on that site, ask them where they are made, and if it's possible to see them actually being made. Because yes. that, that was very disappointing. We're like, um, okay, so when are you going to show us how you make? Oh, we don't make them on site.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Also <laughs> a fantastic, fantastic field trip is the fire station, oh, yes. police station, um, I've taken um, several uh, trips to the fire station um, with scouts and, and with the homeschool group. And it is always um, a very interesting uh, trip. The, oh, the yeah. firefighters, obviously, you're running on their schedule. So if they right. get a fire alarm, they basically just hustle you out the door and yeah. say goodbye as they go r- racing off.
1: Did you have one while you were there? We,
0: yes, we have had that you happen did? once. Oh, how funny. Yeah, it so, never happened.
1: We've been like three times and it's never happened to us yet, but...
0: Yeah, it'd, it'd be exciting
1: much. if it did yeah, <laughs> it is kind of
0: <laughs> but um i love we always get to go in, we always get to play on the fire trucks yep. and try on the jackets mm-hmm. and the boots and everything, and the cute firefighters they're not hard the <laughs> to look at and you know it, slide down it's, the
1: pole. yeah
0: it's all around well, we went to the new one that uh, when it just when it opened over there on Clovis it's actually closed up already, but oh. They had just opened the new one in Clovis, and there's no fire poles there or anything, Ah. but they have, like, a wall-sized big screen TV. It's humongous, (laughs) or they did. They probably don't have it anymore. Um, It it was amazing, their their living area. I was like, I kind of just want to live here. Yeah. I'm going to stay. You cute firefighters can cook, and I'm just going to live here. (laughs) But yeah, um, I highly recommend those, and they're very educational in that the firefighters are always teaching them something, stop, drop, and roll, or you know
1: well my favorite part was which i had never ever even thought of and i thought it was just brilliant is that they like to show the kids what they look like with the stuff on so mm-hmm. they're not scared if they're ever in a fire because the kids get scared and yes. they think they look like some alien weird monster thing so they show them what, if you see this and you hear me talking like this because they talk through the little thing and and it sounds we- it sounds like darth vader <laughs> <you Yes. know? laughs> I, I love that it never would have occurred to me to to make sure your kids are aware of This is a firefighter, not a monster.
0: I I agree completely that that was that was a fantastic thing that they did. Um, They did that. I remember twice that they did that when we went with scouts and then once we went with a bunch of homeschoolers. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I agree. That's that's I think that's like a serious public service right there.
1: Yeah. Well, big time. Yeah, I've so. never done a police station. Have you done a police station? I haven't done a
0: police station, actually. It never even occurred to me because Fresno PD is kind of scary. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that, I am a little bit concerned about that. Maybe Clovis.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or, you know, maybe if we could go some, like, I know Clovis, like, has the dispatch center right there by the library. Right. So yeah. maybe someplace like that as opposed yeah. to an actual police station where they you take don't in. don't really want
1: to take them to the back to see criminals. <laughs> yeah, yeah and criminals in the <laughs> But it would be kind of cool to see how they do fingerprinting and stuff. That would be kind of yeah. interesting
0: absolutely and, pay, and to get
1: their pictures taken or something mm-hmm. <laughs> they probably do stuff like that for schools i bet yeah i'm sure yeah that's a really cool thing is a lot of places i'll call and they already do field trips the one place that i have not i don't i didn't put it on the list that i'm if you ever are able to do this i'm so jealous um but i think since 9-11 it has been ruined for us is the is the post office i have been dying to take my kids on a tour of the post office and they will not let you back there anymore since that whole anthrax thing yeah so that is really frustrating. But so, unfortunately, there's been some things that you can't do anymore. But
0: there's still lots of cool things. There's still lots of awesome things. Um, local art studios. Yes. Um, are you mean? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm reading. I'm t- thinking smart. Margaret okay. Hudson. So, so places you view art or create art?
1: Well, I was thinking like the st- do margaret art (laughs) margaret (laughs) art the margaret hudson tours that we do annually Mm. like that kind of thing where you're going in and
0: you're seeing an artist's studio and and, yes oh i have have to say we we are so blessed to have margaret hudson and um that the fact that that um i don't know my kids have been twice i'm your kids probably been way more than that but
1: well yeah i think like three times yeah but we're, you know, we're friends with the
0: family so, so yeah, you guys kind of hang out there but we i mean do. like <laughs> for us it, it was a big thing the two times that we've been able to go and actually sit with, you know, and when Danielle was helping create the flower picture, i mean that yes. was like a highlight of her life. And that we, sh- flower- we should
1: mention yeah. that Margaret Hudson is a local sculptor. <laughs>
0: yes. Cuz people
1: are like, who the heck is Margaret Hudson? Oh, yeah. She's Google, a local sculptor and Google, painter. Google
0: Earth Art Studios. Yeah. And um yeah, you'll you'll be able to see some of her work there. And we'll put that in the show notes as well so that you guys can take a look at it. And and we are just so lucky to have her locally.
1: Mm-hmm. And um I'm sure they have artists everywhere. Oh yeah, um, so that's the thing. Of you just gotta places.
0: kinda find out who your you know what a good way to find out who your local artist is? Hmm. Go to like your city hall or go to like um the local children's hospital and look at whose name is on the artwork.
1: Oh you know? because a lot there's of sculptures times,
0: out front. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of times, those are local artists who have donated their work to this, or ho- their work has been commissioned by the city because mm-hmm. they're local artists, yeah. and so that will give you an idea of who might be around.
1: Yeah, and and probably not all of them do studios tours, but you never know. You may you may end up finding some that do, and if you do get somebody as fabulous as Margaret Hudson, it's really neat because she get she talks about how she finds inspiration for her her art and Mm -hmm. um and how she puts her emotions into her art i thought that was so wonderful every time she explains to the kids about how you know when she was sad when her son had died and which painting in the room looks like a painting that she would have painted at that point and they all can find it no Mm -hmm. problem you can find the painting that she did when she was upset and uh and then you know talking and then you were talking about the flower i interrupted you sorry
0: that's okay Uh, i was just gonna say the 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 memory of doing the flower picture with Margaret Hudson, because Danielle is an artist, as I've discussed before, Mm. and and the the flower picture that we made with um, the previous charter we were with hung up in the charter for the whole year. Oh wow! And so, like every time she walked by it, she was reminded of that time that she was there with Margaret and and how fantastic of an experience that was for her.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's really neat. And then they get to make some too, because with Margaret's tour, they get to do a little bit of sculpture with clay and. Yeah, it's a fabulous experience. Mm
0: -hmm. I agree completely. In
1: fact, uh, is it on our schedule yet for this year?
0: I don't (laughs) I think you had
1: to be on already. (laughs) Don't you have to do it like six months in advance?
0: Yes. (laughs) And they do, what, April and October.
1: Oh, that's right. So we're still good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a really good one. And then uh, one that um, I discovered, I think I Googled it at one point, and this is something everybody can use. It's Mm -hmm. fieldtripfactory.com. We don't have a whole lot in our area but hopefully some of the some of the rest of you guys have more but um, we have um, Petco there's certain um, local businesses that hook up with the field trip factory and it's I guess it's for the schools because it looks like it's it's really designed for, for um, classroom trips and but they are very happy to um, take homeschool trips as well field trips as well mm-hmm. and um, we've done Petco you've done Petco with us yes and they in the past they did before Albertsons went up under they did Albertsons which is a local grocery store for those. We've who done don't know. Save Mart. Oh, did they do Save Mart? Yeah, because yeah. it's not on the list anymore. When I went looking, they didn't have oh. any grocery store on the on the list. So we'll have to we'll have to find a grocery store because that was the other thing that's really cool is going to a grocery. store. Oh, actually, I have to say the one that we went, they didn't let us in the back. Did they let you in the back at Save Mart?
0: I don't think so. Because
1: I don't see what it matters. <laughs> He can come on a field trip where they can walk around where they walk around anyway. Like, that was really disappointing because it was like, we don't want to see the aisles. We walk down these all the time. We want to go on the back.
0: It was kind of fun how they pointed out, you know, like they let the kids taste some fruit. And they let the kids get yeah. some cheese. and stuff. Yeah, it that wasn't was a waste kind of, of, of time or
1: anything. But it was like, my kids are like, so when are we going to get to see the back? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I guess there's safety concerns. So I can understand that. But yeah. Anyway, but I saw Michael's is now on the list. Michael's oh. is... Um, For those who don't have Michael's in your area, it's an arts and crafts store.
0: Yeah, I planned a trip to there and nobody RSVP'd. Oh, bummer. And I had to cancel it. And then (laughs) um, another
1: one that they had um, on that list for our area was John's Incredible Pizza, which we've talked before about hating (laughs) Chuck E. Cheese and John's Incredible Pizza, but I could see how the kids would probably really like it, because it's supposed to be behind the scenes, so theoretically you should be able to see, like, in the kitchens and stuff. Oh,
0: where they make the the pizzas? That might be interesting. I'm
1: assuming that, because it says behind the scenes, so what other behind the scenes are there? Because everything else is games, you know? So I'm assuming that you go back, but, you know, it was actually kind of like a footnote. It doesn't look like it's an official Field Trip Factory thing. I'm not sure why it's on the page, but anyway. So we can look into that, but um. So if you go to fieldtripfactory.com dot com and plug in your zip code, you can find out what they have in your area. And Petco was actually kind of cute.
0: It's a pet mm-hmm. store,
1: and they 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 talked about the animals, and they brought out animals for the kids to touch. And
0: yeah, that was oh, it's great. Cute.
1: Yeah, they did a good job with that. It's and it. then <laughs> <laughs> the one that is uh always a hit (laughs) did you ever go on this tour with us i
0: didn't no
1: oh you missed out i don't think you'd like it though (laughs) (laughs) we went to the wastewater management in our area and we called it the poop tour (laughs) (laughs) because it's where the sewage goes and we've got my my kids and i have gone twice actually and it stinks But it's fascinating, it really is um you get to see you know they show how everything comes in here, and the solids are scooped out here and da 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 and then they put bacteria or whatever in there, and it eats up the waste and By the time you know you get to go walk through the whole process and see by the end they've got water over here that is not potable, you can't drink it, but they use it on crops right, and that kind of thing um. Lush. Probably for animals and stuff too, I bet. But yeah, but no, it's 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 gross, but it's it's interesting. So if your kid asks you, "Where does my poop go?" <laughs> now you can tell them <laughs> because you can um, you can learn uh, where it co- goes. And I would guarantee probably every city does this for the schools. I would imagine it seems like a a, a tour that the schools would do. So, yeah, and it's free, <laughs> and you get all kinds of little coloring pages and. And stuff. They give you magnets. Like one thing that I learned when we were there. Is you're not actually. They don't actually want you to be using garbage disposals. They don't want yes. you putting anything down the sink. At That's all. That's quite true. I, I knew So they, they give you little magnets. And they say nothing. N- nothing but. No solids should go down your drain. <laughs> Please don't send any solids. So yeah. the uh, I'm guessing the garbage disposal manufacturers are. Keeping that hush hush. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, which is. Funny, though, because we don't have a direct <laughs> disposal. Our house doesn't have one. So <laughs> um, So anyway, that's a cool one. Have you ever done an ice cream store?
0: Um, on our list. I, I couldn't say I've done an ice cream store as an official field trip. <laughs> but I have been to the ice cream store many times.
1: <laughs> I, I actually was going to set one up for Maggie moves and then they went out of business.
0: Yes. Yes. That's Very sad. What is so sad. All,
1: everything? Well, you know, it's also because I don't move fast enough. Cause it was like a couple of years in between when I talked to the lady and she said, yes, we'll do a tour." It was like a year, year and a half later before I ever actually went looking to actually do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't move fast enough, <laughs> apparently. But, um, um, uh, Coldstone. Coldstone does does tours. I've asked them. Oh, we have to do so that. So we have to do a Cold Stone tour. And I would imagine just a, uh, places where they actually make the ice. Because I, I don't think Baskin Robbins wouldn't be uh, all that exciting. No, I'm you do
0: make ice cream. Now. They don't make
1: the ice cream there. So I want to go to a place where they actually make the ice cream homemade. And that would be fascinating. I wish they still had bronze. Bronze would have been cool. Yeah. Because bronze had really good ice cream. And they made their own whipped cream, too. That was really <laughs> yummy. Nice they went out of business <laughs> <Goodness>. oh, memories <laughs> <laughs> so let's see so grocery store would be cool
0: yes let's grocery see. stores can be very cool uh, factory tours um yes up, up just up from here um we have um the cheese factory Hillmar. Oh, right. Yes. Um, they do a fantastic tour there. I haven't officially gone on it, but I have no, I been at Hillmar while they were doing the tours. Oh, really? Yes. I just happened to be driving through and I stopped by to just go to their um, gift shop oh. and because I needed to stop driving. For a little while, and <laughs> so I up. stopped there. To, and I was like, I'm just going to visit their gift shop. And and the tour looked really fascinating. Cool. Um, also, jelly. You mentioned the Jelly Belly tour.
1: Yes, uh,
0: I love going on the Jelly Belly tour yes. up in Fairfield. I used to actually work right across the street from there, like oh, across the freeway God. from there. And so I used to be able to go visit the Jelly Belly factory, like on my lunch.
1: <laughs> I was disappointed they don't let you down on the floor. That you have to watch it from above. But well, but there's so like you like still get whole- to see it.
0: There's that whole contamination issue. Yeah. If they let people on the floor, I probably would never eat Jelly Bellies again.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, the fact I've... that
0: I know that everyone's behind glass and they're wearing a
1: little hat to keep their hair <laughs> yes. in place yes,
0: makes me feel so much better.
1: Yes. <laughs> I've actually done cuz my grandfather worked at Wrigley's Gum Company in Santa Cruz Ooh. when I was growing up. So I've actually done that tour several times. So if you're anywhere near Santa Cruz and you can go, I'm not I'm not positive that they still do it cuz we always got a special tour because my grandfather was an executive there. <laughs> so um and even after he was retired, he would bring his grandkids on tours, and we always pack our pockets full of free gum afterwards. And we uh-huh. always had juicy fruit gum. When we went to my grandpa's house, he always had boxes and boxes of juicy fruit gum. <laughs> That's so cool. But that is a really, really cool tour if they still do them. I have to, I have to look into that and see if they still do them. Some yeah. of these days, I want get to get out there. I'd like to take my kids out there.
0: There used to be here in California in, um near, I want to say Oakdale Um, There used to be a Hershey's factory and you could take the tour there. Did you ever go on a Hershey's factory tour?
1: That sounds
0: wonderful. It is and it isn't. Uh (laughs) They still do them. So for those of you who live in um, Pennsylvania, you Uh still can take a Hershey's tour there. But you can't take them in California anymore. But um, I don't know why it is either. I I just, uh, we went to look into it at one point and they weren't doing them anymore. Um, But the thing is, you go. And, uh, oh, wait, I take it back. California's, possibly, I'm Googling as I'm talking here. (laughs) Um, Nope, the Hershey's Visitor Center in Oakdale is closed. Darn it. Okay. Well, it it was a good and a bad thing. And this probably could be true of any kind of manufacturing. You go and you, you know, you're, you walk in and it's warm and muggy inside the factory, (laughs) first of all. And... It smells like someone has taken two Hershey's Kisses and stuffed them up your nose. (laughs) And, like, you can't get away from the smell of chocolate. And, like, by the time you get out the other end and they're like, here, have some chocolate, you're like, oh, that's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Because you've just been marinated.
1: In the oh, no. smell of
0: chocolate as you've been going through
1: the tour. My friend Lex would not like that. She hates chocolate. See,
0: and I was a little kid, and I loved chocolate. And still, by the time I got to the end of the tour, I took the kisses, but I put them in my pocket. And, like, was I didn't even eat them. Because I was like, I can't even think about chocolate anymore. I'm going to hurl. It's yeah, just you don't crazy.
1: even want to know what gum smells like before it becomes gum, too. It's nasty.
0: Oh. <laughs> so, for those of you who have sensation issues, like I do. Yeah.
1: Twice a food about. factory might not be a place for you might not be a great place to go no adam's been because he's done lots of videos for local plants and um he's done like the the packing factories for like the tomatoes what is that um what's that company i can't remember but they did tomatoes and he hates tomatoes <laughs> <laughs> like stewed tomatoes and like oh he hates, he's like ah, the smell that's hilarious yeah it's funny but uh, we don't have a whole lot of factories around here so we I really envy those who are near really cool tours like the Jelly Belly
0: mm-hmm. factory
1: or um, like there's got to be a Willy Wonka factory tour out there somewhere, right? Oh, I'm sure. God, would that not be cool?
0: <laughs>
1: Complete be awesome. with Willy with with uh, Oompa Loompas. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what'd be really cool is if you guys would email us or actually post on the on the notes that would be really cool post on the notes to this to this episode and tell us what are the what factory tours you guys have in your area so we can all be jealous
0: yeah exactly we (laughs) would like to all be jealous and plus you know we're making our like ultimate wish list of places we want to go so yeah you know
1: in a perfect world we're gonna find transportation somehow we're gonna get amtrak sponsorship or something i don't know we're hoping (laughs) (laughs) that we can start taking some tours and uh, via some sponsors so we'll see what happens (laughs) so and then we are really really lucky in our area though because we have lots and lots and lots of farm tours yes
0: Yes, we do so
1: california we are not lacking for farm tours and we have organic pastures which is a dairy here locally that actually i'm signed up to take my kids on i think it's this month actually um that does a tour that I've heard is fabulous. Where they actually take you out and see the cows. Like I think they actually take you to the field.
0: I think yeah, we somebody, yeah we went it? out actually into the field. That's so cool. And um and we're stomping around. I mean there was like a fence between us and the cow. Right, right. But the cow was just on the other side of the fence. Like that's you, so cool. if you were really brave or the cow was you know moving towards you, you could actually touch it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if they were interested in you, because half right. the time they're like. Eh.
0: Yeah, they don't. They don't seem to care about people at all. Yeah, they don't.
1: Yeah. So, and there's lots of U Pick farms. So, um, I'm gonna have to find a good link because I had at one point a link. I think it might have just been California though, um, but there are websites out there that catalog all the U Pick farms in the area. So, try googling your area and U Pick farms or something like that. They may have other terms for it, but um, but I, I know I've seen websites out there that that will tell you like all the the where you can go pick your own raspberries or strawberries or whatever. And that is really fun. We actually did that one year up in, um, Apple Hill. Have you heard of Apple Hill up in Northern California? Huh? Near Sacramento. It's above Sacramento. Um, it was when I lived in Sacramento. Apple Hill is a fabulous area and they have a bunch of little, you pick farms around in the area. And, um, and, uh, we picked i think it was blackberries i can't remember but yeah you know you end up eating more than you actually put in the pocket <laughs> right so fun though I and mean, we were just a bunch of adults that went on that it would be a blast with kids i didn't even have kids back then so <laughs> <laughs> so that would be a lot of fun fabulous tour and th- those do cost money because you have to pay for the fruit but it's usually not that much i don't think it costs that much so no I, it's cheaper to it's... buy it if you pick it yourself (laughs) exactly you don't have to pay for (laughs) because berries are expensive yeah Yeah. (laughs) so they're
0: they're difficult to pick i mean yeah you want to squish things
1: yeah (laughs) that's why they're so expensive exactly so and then oh my gosh this is like our favorite tour did you ever get you didn't go on with us on the save mart tour did you
0: no we missed the save mart center it was very oh my gosh
1: we have to send uh, tiran has actually told me that we need to do this again this year so i it is on um it's on my mental list, that massive list that I have. <laughs> it's I've I've not forgotten because I really want to do this. I've been thinking about myself. So locally, we have a It's called the Save Mart Center, and it's a massive. Um, what do, what do you call it? It's it's a,
0: entertainment. It's a, it's a stadium. Stadium. Yeah. Stadium. Or, yeah.
1: They do concerts, like you know, like all the massive names, every name you could possibly imagine. They all Madonna was there. and sure. Yeah, they have. And then they also do, the thing that's really cool about the Savemart Mart Center and probably a lot of stadiums double as other things as well, is they don't just do concerts and shows. We went and saw the di- walking with dinosaurs there. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. And they turned the whole stadium into prehistoric times. And, you know, we had life-sized mechanical dinosaurs. It was so cool. But they also do things like rodeos and um motor cross events and um, just all kinds of really cool things where they bring dirt into the stadium uh-huh. and the day that we went on our save mart center tour they were having a dirt bike rally or whatever no it was like a
0: monster monster trucks, truck yeah. i think it was
1: monster trucks yeah so they had massive <laughs> in the middle of the stadium they had these massive construction vehicles piling dirt in the middle of the stadium the kids were just in heaven it was so cool so if you have a local stadium that does multiple events like that i mean we were a little disappointed because we couldn't go down on the floor because she would have walked us out onto the floor if they didn't have all the trucks and dirt (laughs) but it was so worth it because we got to see um you know, we got to see all the dirt being piled. It was fascinating mm. seeing. I have all these really cool pictures of it. And um, so I'm actually, when I call them, I'm, I want to find out what are some upcoming events. <laughs> when would be a really good time to get, like, if we could do it when there's dirt or other things like that, that would be really cool, too. You know? Yeah. So um, we'll see that what That sounds we can awesome. Do. Yeah. It was very, very cool. And it was free. <laughs> so let's see. And you, every year, arrange our pumpkin patch trip.
0: Yes. Um, year. Except last year, right? I didn't do it (laughs) last year. But, um, I will do it again this year, most likely, um... Finding a local pumpkin patch, um, especially, I was really lucky. I, I happened upon a fantastic pumpkin patch that if you're one of our local listeners, I would highly recommend you visit, called Single Palm Pumpkins. Yes. Um, it's run by a family who, um, they were living someplace else, Washington or Oregon or someplace this, and his, he had, the father had a huge, stressful corporate job, and, and the mother was a teacher, and the, the kids went to school all day, and, and like the family was growing apart. And so they decided that they wanted to be closer together as a family. So they moved here to Fresno and the father was able to quit his big nasty corporate job and, and be home with his family more. And um, so that was part of the reason why they started the pumpkin patch was to supplement income. But the thing is that the, the, the daughter's grow sugar there's the regular pumpkins you know like the jack-o'-lantern pumpkins that you get but the daughters also grow sugar pumpkins and they they sell those are the pumpkin pie pumpkins not the ones that you cut up for jack-o'-lanterns and they sell those and all the money the girls make from that goes into their college fund which i think is adorable And um, the family is just sweet and nice. And I always take um, I take my scouts out there, and I take the homeschoolers out there. And the mother, because she's a teacher, she's put together packets for us that you know the life cycle of the pumpkin. It's got a little baggie with a pumpkin seed on it, and all you know, and recipes for you know the pumpkins. She always puts together this really nice little package for us and everything. And we get to go and see. It's not like those pumpkin patches where it's a parking lot and the pumpkins are laying on the cement. Yeah. It's a real pumpkin patch where you take a knife and you go yes. out and you cut your pumpkin off of the vine. Yes. And um, it seems like the last two times we've gone to uh, the last two years we've gone, there's been um, pumpkins in various states. So there's the, right. the the fully grown pumpkins, which are the ones you're going to pick. But then there's the baby pumpkins and then there's the pumpkin plants that don't actually have pumpkins yet, which is kind of cool so that the kids can see the entire life cycle of the pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And not to mention that the, the guy doing the tours is just super sweet and super he nice. He really is, yeah. And, yeah. and he's very good at answering, like, all the weird questions that kids <laughs> ask, you know.
1: And they love going on the little uh, tractor
0: yes. trip. Yes. The little <laughs> tractor trip around the around the pumpkin patch is always a hit. So I would yeah. recommend if you can find a local place that um, grows pumpkins, um, definitely get your kids out there. It's a, it's a really fun little learning experience.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, and then any anything you can get behind the scenes. I haven't been able to find a movie theater yet that will let us go behind the scenes so far, but I'm still looking. Um, I'm sure that I, – I imagine the zoo probably does behind the – I'm pretty sure that they do actually they they do some yes. behind the scenes stuff. And if you have a local amusement park, they might have something. Anything behind the scenes – Um, And of course, the obvious ones are like planetariums and historical landmarks and museums and science centers. Everybody knows about those. So we're, we're just kind of trying to cover some uh, other things that maybe people hadn't thought of. We have local animal refuges, refuges, Mm -hmm. refuge. Refug- Ref- refuges. Refuge. Refuges. Okay. It just didn't sound well, <S. is laughs> we right. We have like a wild cat center. Uh, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called now. It's like a big wild cats um, that are up in the foothills. Um, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what okay. it's called. Cat Haven. Cat, cat Haven. Haven. It's yeah. called
1: Cat Haven. And we have, and then there's also, you know, just uh, just going to the um, Cat House on the Kings. There's, yeah. It's it's a it's a no-kill shelter that is like on a couple of acres. And it's just really neat. That's that's a really neat trip. We, we went there once on a... Um, when they had open house, that Mm -hmm. was really cool. Um, There's also homeschool days at amusement parks. Like um, in California, they have it used to be called Marine world. Now it's called discovery kingdom. Yes, Six flags, discovery kingdom every year uh, in November. Usually it's right around my birthday, which is November 11th. um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. They have homeschool day, which is the very last day that they're open for the year. And they've closed for the season already for everybody else. And they open it just for homeschoolers. And, and their families and mm-hmm. they give you like half price tickets. Have you ever gone to that?
0: I haven't gone to that because we go every year to homeschool days at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Oh,
1: right. Is that and free so for
0: that? It's free for that. Yeah. Oh, you, crazy. it's, it's free entrance, but it's not for the just
1: day. homeschoolers, right?
0: It is open to the public, but right. it is 99% homeschoolers because it's, the, it's a school day that it goes on. Oh, right, right, right. And so, but they have it open. They have like the labs opened up just like they do when a school group comes in mm-hmm. for the kids to be able to go in and do like, um, classes and stuff like that and everything is going on that goes on normally um but it's just free entrance for homeschoolers and in fact the registration for that will open up in august and i think i'll do
1: that this year i'll
0: make sure i put the link on the on the website because this is my thing the day the registration opens you had best have an alarm set on your phone because it closes the same day it fills the same day And then remember, we just found out that Legoland has homeschool days. Yes,
1: it, and it's just a discount.
0: It That's is, but thing it's, is, a, it's an awesome it's a good discount. discount, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I really, really like the Marine World. I always call, I still call it Marine World because I've been going since it was it's Marine World. <laughs> same thing, really. Because it's just so cool. Because you're, it's just homeschoolers everywhere you look. It's homeschoolers. I love that, and, the, and they open up. They don't open up every single ride, but they open up enough to where, and the lines are so short. And there's like two or three thousand homeschoolers in the park, which You know, out of Six Flags is a tiny, small group, you know, because Six Flags can hold what, like 50,000 people or something crazy like that. So um, yeah, so it's, it's real, I think that's really, really fun to do. But you know, if you can get a discount, I think that's a really good deal too. It's just really special to be the only homeschoolers and you know, it's only open to you guys that day, you know, (laughs) it's just so special. I love it.
0: I could see where that would be a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, we've gone a couple
1: times and we used to go every year and then we got off track and yeah. Got to get back into it again. It's it's expensive because we have to drive all the way out there. It's like a three hour no four three about a three and a half to four hour drive from here. So right.
0: yeah, it's not short. <laughs>
1: and then we have to it, stay overnight.
0: Right. It's not close by, but it, it no. it's still definitely worth it. Um,
1: yeah, if you're anywhere near Vallejo, California.
0: Yes, it's yes. worth it.
1: Yeah. And then we do the amtrak ride train ride, we've done it a couple of times. you guys have done that too right
0: yeah we yeah we take we jump on the amtrak here, take it down to the next city, go get some ice cream, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I've been wanting really to something. take the kids on a bus, but I... I've
1: been too. that's why I stuck it on the list because I've been meaning to take them on a bus because it's really fun to go on a bus. If you've never been on a bus, I've done all kinds of, you know, I've been all over the world on public transportation, so it's not a huge deal to me. But my kids would be so excited <laughs> by it, you know, well, even even though I've done it, it's still fun to me. I like ugh, I would I really want to take them to San Francisco to take them on the BART, too, because that's like so fun. And yes. someday we'll go on a real subway, too. But I don't even know. Is hey, there any subway in California?
0: Bart is a It's not really subway. Well, but not all subways are underground.
1: Well okay well don't they just have
0: to have part of them to be underground to be considered subway? I suppose.
1: But I'm thinking like New York. Bart goes under the
0: (laughs) under the under the bay.
1: It does. That's true. It does. It does have
0: Don't knock Bart. I know. (laughs) I'm from the Bay Area, so Bart (laughs) is like, you know, my my big way of that I was getting around. But my kids have been on well. Danielle has and Michael has lots of times but I don't know if Jack's actually been on the BART train yet
1: yeah we my kids have not and Maven's been on an Amtrak once um, but she well no a couple times actually but she doesn't really remember it she was little so I need to get them all out there again and then um, get up to Sacramento because they've got the light rail up there that's really fun too because I used to live up there and then the last but not least really cool trip that I recommend everybody go check out is go to your national parks and yes. forests. Um, they have once a year, they have free entrance days. Actually, twice a year, I think, isn't it?
0: Um, no, it might
1: be more than twice a year, actually. Yeah. A couple times a year.
0: Yeah. I think there's a couple of different things going on with yeah. home uh, getting in for free at the parks. Yeah. I have
1: a link. So we'll put that in the notes. I have a link to, to find out when your when your free park days are. Um, uh, so we can get into Yosemite for free. Um, Yosemite, by the way, is only about an hour away from us. Well, hour, hour and a half, I guess. Let's say hour, hour and a half. Would you say you've been up there? Depends you? on how you drive. Yeah, I suppose it's not far and I still have never taken my kids. Bad, 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 bad oh, bad. No, bad, bad, can you believe mom. it? Horrible. We've been to crystal cave though. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there is a field trip page. So you can find out, um, uh, I have the link. I found it when I went searching, um, for the National Park Service, um, they have a page where it lists a whole bunch. It's probably not every single park, I'm sure, but maybe it is. I don't know. It has a list of parks and then you click on it and it'll take you directly to their that park's field trip page. So you can find the one nearest you. Mm-hmm. Click on that. Go to, and it'll take you directly to, because their websites are not always easy to figure out. Like when I went to the, um, the main site and I, or to the Yosemite site, I think, and I plugged in field trip, I couldn't find, like the search didn't, turn up anything so I was able to find it when I went to this page that was specifically for field trips clicked on the Yosemite link and it took me right there so so that is a really good link that I will definitely share in the notes and we would love to hear from you guys and what kind of field trips you guys do yes because we have only just begun um thinking of these kind of ideas because really in the scheme of things we haven't been doing this for very long (laughs) so if we pool all our resources everybody out there listening you guys have probably got all kinds of cool ideas for field trips that you can send us um and even if it's not something specific to our area it might give us an idea of something to look for in our area so or if we're ever in your area
0: (laughs) yes we never know we may be coming to a city near you (laughs) <laughs> Someday when, when our princes come, no, <laughs> that's that's on our dream list to be able to go to conferences and homeschool oh conferences. Yes. Oh, that would yes. be so much fun!
1: It would definitely be fun. But we got to wrap this up because the closing ceremonies of the Olympics are starting.
0: Yeah, it's been on <laughs> like ten minutes. So I know, no. I've been
1: I have it on muted, and I'm like, okay, well, they're just doing recaps right now. We're good. Okay, okay. <laughs> so if you like our show, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends all about
0: us. You can follow us on Twitter at Savvy Homeschool, on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Savvy Homeschool Moms, on Pinterest at pinterest.com forward slash Savvy Homeschool, and on Instagram we are Savvy Homeschool Moms.
1: To leave us a voicemail message with your questions or comments, call 559-426-6670 or drop us an email at moms at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com.
0: For links, to resources shared on this episode, and to view notes on all of our shows, you can visit us on the web at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com.
1: You can also find Becky on the web at BeckyTatro.com, and I can be found at HomeschoolRealm.com, and the links for those are also on the Savvy Homeschool Moms website on our about pages.
0: Well, goodbye, everybody. Have a fun week, and come back and take a break with us again next weekend. Yep.
1: Goodbye. Bye. So if you like our show please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your kids all tell your kids <laughs> let me redo that <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that's that
0: margarita I